It's Tuesday, February 19, 2013. We are because oil will spill. It's just a matter of when. We're here today to send a strong message to the president. If you fail to act now to deal with this crisis, that is a gun, a gun pointed at the head of the future. All hands on deck for the largest climate rally in U.S. history. First of all, focus on things that even if there wasn't climate change, we should want to do anyway. But is President Obama all talk and no action? Secret memo reveals tar sands are poisoning Alberta, Canada. Plus... During the year ahead, we'll encourage use of electric vehicles by installing curbside battery charges at sites throughout the city. Mayor Bloomberg's big plans to electrify and greenify New York City. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. On, a, on one of the coldest days in Maybe Washington. that was it. Maybe you won't have the icicles on their lips. They're fracking. They're fracking. We're, we're dying here. We're dying here. Yes, you are, Fox News. Literally. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the largest climate rally in U.S. history took place on Sunday in Washington, D.C., yep. and it was covered on exactly zero of the Sunday chat shows, according to Fairness and Accuracy in Reporting. Yeah, the Sunday news shows haven't caught up with the rest of us yet, but the network news shows did cover the climate rally, and that's a point in their favor. They gave it a few words, not nearly enough, frankly, especially when you've got 35,000 people gathered in the freezing cold in D.C. to protest. I bet if those were tea partiers, it would have been across every single Sunday show and every single network news. Well, it was indeed a huge rally. An estimated 35 to 50,000 people turned out in the bitter cold to demand President Barack Obama reject the controversial Keystone XL Pipeline project. The Forward on Climate Rally, organized by the Sierra Club and 350.org, with over a dozen satellite rallies in cities around the country, demonstrated the widespread support for the president to deny the cross-border permit to the pipeline. They say the president must reject the pipeline to show he is serious about taking action on climate change. Here's former White House Green Jobs Advisor Van Jones. All the good that you have done, all the good you can imagine doing, will be wiped out, wiped out by floods, by fires, by superstorms. If you fail to act now to deal with this crisis, that is a gun. A gun pointed at the head of the future. Now, they say the Keystone XL is both a symbol and a matter of principle. As Grist.org put it, quote, we must cease making large long-term capital investments in new fossil fuel infrastructure that locks in dangerous emission levels for many decades. And the most recent poll from the League of Conservation Voters shows two-thirds of Americans want Obama to act to address climate change. In an online video chat late last week, President Obama sounded like he will act. We have to do something that's really difficult for any society to do, and that is to take actions now where the benefits are going to be coming down the road, or at least we're going to be avoiding big problems down the road. However, after a disappointing meeting with White House staffers on whether Obama would use executive action to establish emission standards for existing power plants, Philip Bump of Grist warns, don't hold your breath. I guess it depends on which Obama decides to show up and how strong the public pressure is on him. 
You know, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of the Iraq War. That was a disaster that could have been averted had we paid attention to the largest protests of all times. The fact that the media still is not giving proper deference to these huge protests suggests that, well, we are likely to make the very same mistake once again. And in addition to the inevitable oil spills and the impact of emissions from the tar sands on climate, the tar sands are also polluting Alberta, Canada. An internal Canadian government memo revealed this week shows new scientific evidence that toxic tar sands tailing ponds that are supposed to store toxic waste sludge forever are leaking toxins into the environment and groundwater, despite repeated denials of officials. (laughs) Who would have thunk it? Finally, despite inaction in D.C., Mayor Michael Bloomberg is taking action to greenify New York City. He announced in his State of the City address that the city plans to install 10,000 electric vehicle charging stations and ban styrofoam containers to free up landfill space. Imagine that, New York leading the way. Perhaps it's those two largest storms in our history that have slammed into them over the past three or four months. Maybe that'll do it. For more on all of the stories we got to today and those we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report so we can stay on the air and tell you what's going on, even when your Sunday network news shows won't. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. New York. Like a scene